Hello, everybody, and welcome to Self-Evident Podcast. You got Massey, you got Mike. We are back with another awesome episode of Self-Evident. And here's the deal. Here's the deal. We have a lot to discuss on this podcast. There's so much right now that is going on nationally. We all know that. And what we're trying to do here is uh, not even trying. We're doing. We're doing our best to give you the answers that you need. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff that's going on politically Mm -hmm. um, with elections. And again, we are not about Trump. We're not about Biden. We're not about the political party. We are about principle. And it's all it's been about. You know, we're not we're not anything else that you've ever seen, really. We're bringing scripture and uh, the, the the government and the gospel together. So that's our yeah. job. So, guys, if you have not been on our website, go into the self truth.com. You guys can find out more information about what we're doing, who we are, why we do what we do, because we have a lot going on. Also, if you have not seen our product line, it's hot. It's 1776truth.store. You guys can go on. You guys can get some of this awesome merch like the stuff I got on here. We got killer uh, sweatshirts and T-shirts and things like that. Take advantage of our Christmas sales, 20% off everything, and order soon so you can get it by Christmas. Also, if you have not become a torchbearer, please sign up and do that. You guys can get our newsletters. You guys can do all that stuff uh, and see what's the latest and what's the haps with us. Uh, Also, you can become a monthly sponsor to continue our great work uh, all over the country because we've been doing a lot. So we have a lot going on, my friend. We do. Right before we get into the news bits, do not forget to check out our alternative platforms, our alternative sources. If you have not checked us out on Spotify, on Apple, wherever you want to find your podcast, go ahead and do that. Check that out, right? Also, do not forget to check out BitChute, check out uh, Rumble, check out Parler, right? P-A-R-L-E-R.com. Check out Parler, right? We're on there every day. We're posting. We're doing stuff. We're making waves. Game on. So, you ready to get into it? Here we go, We guys. got a lot here. And I didn't do very much on the whole social media front because our first story is something that you may want to know about. And it may affect you if you view us on YouTube, which is really sad that this has to happen. But let's go ahead and go to slide number one. And if you're on Facebook, well, maybe you don't have to worry about, but you probably will at some point because Facebook has not been kind to conservatives. YouTube has decided that they're going to start removing any videos that falsely claim uh, widespread voting irregularities. Notice I I actually picked a different word because I'm not allowed to say that word. Our video will get removed right away. If I pick the word, you know you all are thinking starts with an F, ends with a D. If you say that widespread mm, changed the outcome of the current year's uh, race that everybody cares about, then you're going to get your video removed and you could possibly be banned. Do you see what's going on here? The mask is off. The veil is off. Now what's going on is they've decided we're going to just start banning people that don't say what we agree with. If, and Democrats have even gone as far as to say, you're not doing enough. Yeah. They, they sent the company a letter last month, which I'm sure the company heard this because the vast majority of YouTube are Democrats. <laughs> And, and, tricky, and, tricky. Yeah. I say vast majority because I'm sure there are some conservatives that are there under cloak. Yeah. They wanted them to take a more aggressive action to crack down on um, this event, November's event, related misinformation. We write to express our deep concern regarding the proliferation of misinformation on your platform during and immediately following the current year, uh, November event, and in light of the upcoming Georgia runoff events wrote the lawmakers led by Senator Bob Menendez. You know, the worst part is I have to watch what I say because our video might get pulled down. I have to not say a word because the video might get taken off the air. And unfortunately, we're not big enough to fight this type of stuff. That's the sad part. I think that is the sad part is that now they're controlling pretty much anything you say. Uh, And, you know, again, is that violating the freedom of speech? Look, government is not supposed to make law against the freedom of speech. If a business doesn't want you in on their stuff, it's on you. I mean, that's really it. Can they discriminate? I even hate that word because it gets so hairy and distinct, right? It's like, look, I mean, the bottom line is if they don't want you in their business, they don't want you in their business. Facebook, this is the time to challenge every one of us to say, look, how do we become another conglomerate? How do we challenge status quo? Why does Parler, why did it all of a sudden hit? You know what I mean? And it's still a tricky uh, thing to navigate. Parler is not the easiest thing to do. Uh, but you know they'll work their kinks out. They'll, yeah. they'll they'll become hot. They'll do what they do, and and that's that's how it is. But remember that your voice is still stronger when you have Christ, when you have the Holy Spirit. 
you can't even worry about them silencing you, dude. I mean, seriously, why do you think that back in the emperor times during Rome and all these guys, Nero, you know, the persecution of Christians has been happening for so long, right? And it wasn't a majority of Christians that were sparking the controversy. It was a minority, right? Mm -hmm. So don't be alarmed when this is happening. This is it's just this part is, of the game. It's just part of the game. And you know what? It's because the 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 radical uh either left or whatever, the atheist has gotten control of the media. I mean, it is what it is. Don't be afraid and don't be alarmed. Trust in the Lord your God. What did he say in Psalms, King David? He said, though an enemy should encamp around me, this will I be confident. He said, you've taught my hands to war and my fingers to fight. He's taught us to go out and get the and win the land. He was the one that sent spies. And it was how many spies that came back that gave Joshua the bad report. You had one, two of them, Joshua and Caleb, that gave the good report. So you can't be alarmed right now at what's going on. What you have to do is trust Christ because he will blow his name in the wind. He always has and he always will. Listen, societies have survived for thousands of years. Because God is that sovereign. No man has sovereignty over God. So continue to fight. Continue to do what you're doing. Continue to raise a ruckus. Do what you have to do. And I'm talking about a holy thing. I'm talking yeah. about a righteous thing. Not where you're breaking glass and uh, hurting people and condemning people. You don't need to do any of that stuff. If the love of Christ can't win their heart, your actions, your retorts, your harsh words and criticisms won't. If the love of God can't do it. And one of the things that you can do to fight is you can start using these alternative sources. You can start spreading the word about these alternative sources, right? And if you have the energy and and the resources to go after companies like YouTube and Facebook, you need to, you know? And there are some YouTube content creators that are going after this fight. Yeah, for sure. And we totally support them, right? Just because we are Christians. And just because we speak the word of Christ and just because we know persecution is going to come doesn't mean that we have to just lay down and no, accept bro. it. We, and we, when, yeah. we, when have we ever done that? I mean, yeah. we see the world as it is, corrupt. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're walking into the world where it's corrupt. The corruption exists. And I think that's the thing that we fall into and say, oh my gosh, it's corrupt. How did this happen? Yo, it is. And so the only way we're going to win is literally projecting the love of Christ, going on preaching the gospel, saving souls. What does the Bible say? He that wins souls is wise. So that's our job. It's our duty. Mm -hmm. It's our function. Also being a Christian in every sphere of life, whether it's government, whether it's, um, you know, family, whether it's uh, schools, whether it's whatever it is, you know, church, obviously um, you do what you need to do and take over and dominate. You dominate those spheres of life. Yeah. It's the only way it's going to work. Yeah. And I've, I've had that conversation with people where, you know, and, and we get into this whole idea of like, what does the Christian do? The Christian should just, you know, do their faith and, and let everybody else do what they want to do. You know, separation of church and state. Yeah. But if I can't have Christ in every sphere of the world and want Christ in every sphere, then I really don't think that my God is important enough for every sphere. My God is important enough and vital enough and righteous enough for real to be in every sphere of the life of my life and there's no reason i can't exactly fight for that i don't have to sit here and wait for christ to come back <laughs> i can take kingdom space right yeah, yeah. i i am part of the kingdom of god and i can move forward and take territory because i'm yeah, in dude. enemy's land and i think too they they want a voice like gideon had you know they were hiding behind the wine press and he calls them mighty men of valor go you know go tear down your father's altars Sometimes it's a nudging and a prodding. And so you just look at something and go, Lord, this just isn't right. Yeah. He doesn't need like that is your conscience showing you something is wrong. You don't need a voice from heaven to tell you, go do that. Just do and watch him open his word to you. Watch him open up his voice to you. The yeah. more the more you begin to do for him and take the kingdom of God and like, you know, bring the kingdom of heaven on earth. The more he speaks, the more it's like he comforts you. The more he's in the war with you. It hurts. Sometimes it's lonely. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes people will praise, you know, what you do, but sometimes it's lonely too. Guess what? He's with you. Yeah. And you can't even deny that. You can't deny it if you're a doer. And it's time too to stop. I, I hope this makes sense. It's time to stop nitpicking people who you think are doing things wrong because yeah. at least they're doing. Now, if it's direct sin, of course, go for it. Go for it. Right. But if they're not doing it the way you would do it, I wonder if you're the one actually doing and if you're doing, praise God. Maybe they would take your counsel. If you're not, pray for them. Keep your mouth shut. Pray for them. Encourage them. Support them, right? 
all those things. Don't just nitpick for nitpick sake. These things that are happening with YouTube and stuff like that. Come on, guys. We kind of knew this was going to happen. Yeah. By the We've way, been telling you forever. Yeah, dude. <laughs> how many conservative channels are actually killing it out there? I mean, it's a lot of the worldly stuff. Useless things, too. My kids watch, you know, YouTube for kids or whatever it's called. Yeah. These dumb channels where kids are opening gifts. They watch they 5 million views. You know, it's like, what? You know, we're actually talking about something substantial. And we're lucky if we get 200 views. Yeah. You know, and we know why. We, we yeah. do. We know why. The views have been going down. It's fine. Whatever. We're, we're, not, we're not even concerned about that. My concern is being faithful. My concern is not changing the tune of our, our message because people will like it better. Right? Yeah. Because there's only one way to deliver the truth, which is love. If I cannot edify you through this message, it's worthless. It's worthless. If you're feeling convicted, praise God. There's hope for you, right? If you're feeling, yes, I'm empowered, praise God. That's edifying. That's what we did. That's our mission here. Absolutely. So pay attention to this. We say it every week. This is going to continue. At some point, you will probably see us get knocked off one of these platforms. Maybe. We might. It we're doesn't okay. mean we're quitting. We're okay. We're going to keep going. And we're going to... Christ says, be as innocent as doves, as wise as serpents. Darn right. We're going to keep slithering our way through, and we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep doing what we need to do. So we need your guys' help. Wherever you can help, however you feel however called you to, to help, yeah. however you want, do it. Why? Because we need help. Everybody needs some help in their fight. Moving on. The big it. news Boy, everybody's oh. talking about right now. Yeah. We need to cover it because this came out just, what, yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday. And we already had our topic and our content figured out and everything, but this is part of why we do these news bits. So we can cover this stuff that's happening on the fly. Slide number two. Supreme Court denies Texas. So I'm sure you guys have seen, you guys saw what happened with this. Uh, Justice Samuel Alito, he wrote in a brief order that the state... Texas has not demonstrated a judicially cognizable interest in the manner in which another state conducts its elections. Ain't that a blast? Yep. Also said all other pending motions are dismissed as moot. Um, Zero Hedge went on to report because this was one of the places that I was reading this article. Justice Clarence Thomas joined Alito in stating that they do not believe the court has the authority to outright reject Texas request. Writing instead, I would therefore grant the motion to file the bill of complaint, but would not grant other relief, and I express no view on any other issue. Basically, what they said was, as far as Texas being the one to be able to bring this court case, the, yeah. the Supreme Court said, no, you don't have enough interest in this. Yep. And as far as Alito and Clarence Thomas, they said, look, this case could maybe have some merit, but Texas can't be the one to bring it, so therefore... Um, Here's where we stand on this. Massey and I were talking about this before the podcast started. And, and Massey, I want you to chime in yeah, on this. You got it. What's frustrating for me is that the Supreme Court, that when a state is coming against another state, they have to have some area to have some redress, right? Redress of grievances. Now, if that state, who else is going to handle those grievances between states than the Supreme Court? There's nobody else. Exactly. Who else are going to listen to you? Yeah. I mean, your representatives are supposed to, but that's one person. Yeah. When we see a violation of law, where we see a violation of states' rights, all those things, that is under Article 3. A state being concerned about its own elections and what could happen if another state, you know, so here's the deal. It, let's just say, for argument's sake, right, because we're going to keep saying this. I pray to God till this is all over for us, so we don't have to do this anymore, right? Yep. Which I don't think our fight will ever stop. If you haven't figured out by now, we're not Republican or Democrat. I don't. I can't help you. If you shut us out because you think we're just some more some more conservatives, I can't help you. We, we're very clear about that. I, I'm I'm more libertarian and bent, but I'm not a libertarian because there's things I disagree with there, right? So all that to say, I'm a liberty guy. I love liberty. If one side exudes it more than the other, okay, that's the system we have right now. Am I fighting for another party? Absolutely, I am. I do think we need something outside of the Republican and Democrat ticket. Yeah. Yes, we do. Now, to say all that, let's preface this. If the states feel that another state can cheat, it ruins their chances as well because we're all blanketed under the 50 state. Like we're all under the United States yep. uh, government, right? If states can cheat to win an election, that does something to Texas because now it blankets it them. It yeah. does. Now, 
they, they could have constitutional sheriffs, praise God, that, that'll stand up against unconstitutional authority. They could have judges that say, no, that's not right from the federal government. That's their duty. They're supposed to be the ones that stand up against the federal government, okay? I'm, I'm prefacing something before I make my point. Article 3 basically says this, that the, the Supreme Court can only weigh on on matters arising under the Constitution of these United States. Our Amendment number 10 is there. Whatever rights are not guaranteed are granted to the government are guaranteed to the to states respectively. It is the states that have the most authority in all matters. They do. And if there's a dispute amongst the states, they have to go to the Supreme Court. Yeah. So if they're feeling like, hey, there's a violation here, we got to file a lawsuit, we got to do something here, and you tell them it's not under Article 3, let me ask you a question. Under Article 3, then, where is bathrooms? Where's marriage? How come you can do those things, but you can't hear a state that's saying, hey, man, there's something wrong here. We saw some ethical violations that happen, and it'll affect our state. How come they can hear those things that aren't even constitutional? Has nothing to do with the federal government. Your states do. And why are people saying that? Listen to this. I, wanna, I want you guys to see this. This is it, Texas versus Pennsylvania. This is the pending case that happened in December. It said the state of Texas motion for leave to file a bill of complaint is denied for lack of standing under Article 3. Article 3 says you can't even do anything under, except it's under the Constitution. We can't weigh in on matters. Amendment number 10 is in there. It's state's protection. That's the one thing you should be hearing. Oh, they didn't have sufficient evidence. Really? Are you not seeing what's going on all over the country? This is not about Trump. This is about the integrity of our republic. This has nothing to do with Republican and Democrat. This has to do with the voice of the people. This has to do with the state of Florida, the state of South Dakota, the state of Texas. Those that stood, well, not so much the state of Texas, other states that stood against the federal government or mandates, it, 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 it affects them. Yeah. And if we allow states to just steal elections, it will affect your state. So guess what that does to the state of Florida? We look rebellious. Isn't that awesome? Because you know what they do is they start to tell you that you're rebellious. You're not following the crowd. You know what? The one thing Thomas Jefferson said to do was stay vigilant. Eternal vigilance is the price of freedom, which means you should be out there talking about liberty and freedom. Mm -hmm. What's the difference between a liberty talker and a person that goes and loots and riots buildings and stuff like that? You're fighting for you. I'm fighting for a nation. You're fighting for you and your own little thing. And you're willing to do everything at all costs to make sure that you're free so that everybody, including a government, treats you better than the next guy. What I'm saying is get government out of your business so you can be treated fairly by your neighbor. Because everything these guys are complaining about, oh, there's systemic racism. Who started that? Government. Right? Or, um, you know, there's not enough workplace uh, uh, e equality going on. It won't, ha it can't exist. Equality. It will never exist. Do you know why? Because populations are different. If there's more poverty in other states, listen, why isn't the church doing anything? I know that's a blanket statement. I did that on purpose. You see how that shot people? It's like, why isn't the church doing anything? The church is. You just don't hear about it. You just don't hear about it because we don't want people to be responsible. We want them to depend on the government. And that's exactly what's been happening. So this stuff right here, this stuff about the Supreme Court, this is why you can't trust people. I don't give a crap if it's Kavanaugh. I don't care if it's, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Amy Coney Barrett. I don't care who it is. Politicians will deceive you. And you know why it's easily deceived? Because people don't know the law. Oh, see, the Supreme Court said it's done. Can't do it anymore. I won't even read the rest. This has everything to do with knowing the law. And you know what? You know what the answer is here? People are going to be like, what's the answer here? What's the answer? I'll tell you the answer. The states better keep fighting. The states better start usurping their own authority. The, the states better start saying, we have more authority than you, federal government. The states better be the ones that say, you know what, Georgia, we're, we're not going to take that. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Pennsylvania, we're not going to take that. The states have to be the ones. If not the states, then the counties. If not the counties, then you. That's what it takes. It takes you. And people are going to be like, so then what do I do? Y'all, figure it out. Research. Each state is different. There's so many different avenues we can change here, even in our own state of Florida. But just start doing. 
Start harping as best you can. Get out there. God is on your side. And for those of you that don't believe in God, mark my words. If you submit to him, he's on your side. You know, I just found out something. Did you know that it was a thousand farmers? A, a, a historian study. There was a thousand farmers that helped push back an entire English army during the revolution. We spent an equivalent of almost $3 billion, according to modern standards, to finance this war. Farmers with pitchforks, you guys. Farmers. And some people that were trained actually to fight that went up against an international superpower and won. We weren't the only ones that fought, though. We had France, we had Spain, right? The Netherlands, I believe, helped us out a little bit with some financing. But we did it. And because of that, you see a miracle that happened. Don't tell me it's not going to take another miracle to fix this because we got ourselves into it. So don't believe this stuff. Listen, the fact that they're denying it is proof to me, proof to me that it's right. Because they've never heard cases like this before. Oh, it's not in there. I used to hear cases like this all the time because the states actually cared about their own, their own sovereignty. This is about state sovereignty here. And we had a court that actually concerned themselves with what was going on. And like you said, we've now we've got a court that it's looking to itself more as an arbiter of social action than it is yeah, true. Of, of constitutional protection. And you said something that that I have been feeling more and more is like, we can't trust these people notice Truth. everybody celebrated when we were like, Oh, we've got the court. Now it's conservative. Now we're going to be okay. Now they hung you out to dry. Yeah. Why, why is it that conservatives are the ones who get into office, who get into a position and they are so they're, they're so up their own butt in terms of their principles that they can't see the force for the trees. You talk about your principle in terms of, well, we can't hear this case because there's just not quite enough here. Or you don't really want to get yourself into the mess. Well, guess what? In a year's time, your voice isn't going to matter anyways because they'll pack Truth. the court and then your voice is going to be completely watered down. So do your principles decide that, well, I don't know that there's quite enough here to be able to hear this case? Or do your principles stand on, we have to at least hear this case and hear the grievances of state versus state? Because guess what? We are a federation of states. We are a United States of America. So if we're not willing to find cooperation between them and to try and solve grievances here. between the states, then why bother? Let's, let, let's, let's just camp on this one for a minute, too. The Supreme Court heard a case about a woman, Roe v. Wade, right, who didn't even have an abortion. It was a leftist lawyer. It was mm -hmm. a radical lawyer, I should say, not even leftist, radical lawyer, right, who hung her out to dry, basically, just used it as a pawn. Several scholars, including a lawyer from, a professor from uh, Yale, actually said they pulled that case out of the constitutional ether. The 14th Amendment had nothing to do with that. And we upheld it. Yeah. And we considered it law. And now we just leave it there. And we, and we leave say, it there. Oh, we say well, it's legal. Yes, yeah. it's law. And we don't even realize Supreme Court doesn't even make law. See what I'm saying? And now we depend on these things to say they make law. They're not the final, man. You keep harping them until you win. You keep going until you win. See, this is what this is why things like Black Lives Matter can do what they do, because they keep harping until they, they get their way. Going. Right. And it's not even legal what they're doing destroying property. I'm not saying all of them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But they destroy property and all these things. You know why? They don't let up off the gas. Cause there was like, well, shoot, you know what that proves? You don't know the law. So you're a Republican, but are you a constitutionalist? That is the question. Not condemning. Let's be honest here. Are you a Christian or are you a biblical Christian? There's a huge difference there, right? Cause the Bible should be the very thing that you're going to in text and context. To make sure that what the Holy Spirit's telling you is right. It's the same thing with the spirit of the law. What is the context of the spirit of the law? What they wrote. Read their writings, man. The, the, the ones who formed this three-part government were the ones saying, ooh, be careful of the Supreme Court. We know what it can do. It can turn into an oligarchy, oligarchy really quick. Don't let the president do what he's doing right now because that could turn into a real crazy mess real quick. No. Congress has all authority to make law right now, not them. And they ignore it. Because it's easier. It's easier. And you ever notice the greatest agendas ever pass 
<laughs> was through emergencies. TSA never happened until uh, September 11th. Uh, Roosevelt didn't get anything done until a crash hit. The stripping of your rights and now forcing vaccinations, they're saying now, didn't happen until Corona. Why? And why is it the norm? Once it's all over and finished, why does that become the norm? You ever think about that? They know how to play you. And it's all emotions, and we'll get into that in a minute. And... I'm, Bro, ready this to, is, I'm ready to get into yeah, that. So am I. Are. So am okay. I. I think it's a great segue yeah, because yeah. that whole mess with Biden was a joke. It was a joke. And you know what happens when you trust in man? He'll let you down. Yeah. It proves that every time. Every and, time. And we've actually, so last week we alluded to the idea that there is actually scientific evidence that shows what you think and what you feel is right in terms of, as we go down the rabbit trail of fear and as a situation or a crisis presents itself, we will never forget the words of Rahm Emanuel, never let a good crisis go to waste, Ooh. which just happens to be the method of the progressive end of the country. Listen to this. When did you ever believe, because we, we would discriminate against blacks and, and, and that was a huge thing, which I agree with, you know, we shouldn't have been able to discriminate against blacks or Hispanics or whatever, right? You couldn't let blacks in because of their color. They're not going to let you on a cruise ship if you don't have a vaccine yep. or if you don't wear a mask. That's discrimination, dude. I don't give a crap. What, just because you're black doesn't mean you can affect my health, bro. And not everybody gets the virus. Okay. Not everybody gets the virus. Oh, and people can affect you. Mexican, white, black, Asian, people murder, people hate, people lie, people steal. So don't tell me this. It's all the same. Sorry. No, you're good. So this research paper, this paper was titled Pathogens in Politics, Further Evidence that Parasite Prevalence Predicts Authoritarianism. I think they were having some fun with the title. <laughs> All right. So what they showed, what they found was a strong correlation between the prevalence of a disease-causing pathogen in an area and the authoritarian personality. So what they're talking about is not just the government. They're talking about people, too, right. the individuals. Now, the correlation that they found in these two studies was an R factor of 0.65 and R factor of 0.67, which is huge. It's a big Which is huge. It's big. Big. It's huge. Huge. Chipotle. <laughs> I love Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> so these high correlations, and despite attempting to account for other factors, it kept showing up as a unique factor, the disease-causing pathogen in the authoritarian systems. So the authors said that these authoritarian tendencies in individuals, they served as a self-protective function. Sound familiar? And they can temporarily increase when threats become psychologically salient. So this is what the paper said. At a psychological level of analysis, empirical evidence yeah. reveals that the subjective perception of infection risk causes individuals to be more conformist, to prefer conformity and obedience in others, to respond more negatively toward others who fail to conform and to endorse a more conservative socio-political attitude. Now they're talking in terms, not the conservatism that we talk about. I know what you're talking about. Different conservatism, right? So additionally, societal level of analysis revealed that in countries and cultures with historically higher prevalence of diseases, people are less individualistic, exhibit lower levels of dispositional openness to new things, and they're more likely to conform to a majority opinion. These cultures strongly endorse moral values that emphasize group loyalty, group obedience, and respect for the authority. So think about this. Right. Why would that be? Why? 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 Hmm. Why? 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 Let's, <laughs> let's explore this. Why would anyone want authority over another? Why? Why does Karen yell at you in Walmart for not wearing your mask? Come on now. Because Karen is threatened by that. Now, whether or not Karen's right doesn't really matter at this point. And we'll even show it doesn't even matter if there's a true pathogen or not. Yep. But what Karen cares about is Karen perceives threat. Karen thinks there's a threat that if you cough next to her, she's going to catch it. 
So then Karen feels that you are threatening her life by not wearing a mask. So she wants you to conform. She wants you to get in line with everybody else. And guess what? The dictates, the authoritarianism that's put down on you, Karen says, well, that's what's going to protect me. Karen. <laughs> I thought that that's name awesome. would be beautiful that's for everybody. Awesome, Sorry great. to any true uh, Karens out there. I apologize, <laughs> Sorry to but, any Karen. Yeah. That may find a defense to this Karen. <laughs> we love you, Karen, unless you're Karen, Karen Walmart. That we're talking about. Yeah, then we love our enemies, but we have a conversation to have here. Walmart, Karen will Karen. pray for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so people feel threatened they want something to protect them fear and actually if, if we have time at the end of this we're going to talk about a couple of events that happened that weren't diseases weren't pathogens yet still caused people to reach for authoritarian measures because greed and there's these two factors fear and greed that tend to drive people towards truth in authoritarian uh ideology, personality, belief system, whatever, however you want to describe it. Um, the, the, disturbingly, the study found that an individual's perception of vulnerability to infection does not necessarily need to be rooted in reality hmm. to produce a profound psychological hmm. effect. Hmm. So it doesn't even have to be true. And, and let's say you're an 18-year-old fit, no pre-existing conditions guy yeah and <laughs> that ain't me <laughs> let's pretend for a minute i don't have any pre-existing conditions <laughs> thank god but i ain't fit in 18 that's for sure I, fit, I barely fit in this shirt <laughs> it's true though okay come on sorry 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 no that's good fit. i like it the only running i'll be doing is for congress one day you know what i'm saying <laughs> no, what I'm saying. that's better than i thought you were gonna say i thought you were gonna say donuts <laughs> Hey, come on, man. Give me some credit. I don't need donuts. Cake. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Give me some chocolate cake. Oh, that sounds good. Kristen, what are you doing right yeah, now? Yeah, what are you doing right now? <laughs> we need chocolate cake. <laughs> Anyways, so just because so, they believe a threat is happening, they do it. They they yes. they they have this tendency to uh uh dominate you. And and it's funny because these same people will be the ones that tell you when you say, Hey, that's not in the constitution, or hey. Pro-life, you know, not pro-choice. It's a woman's choice. Get out of my body. Blah, blah, blah. That'd be the same ones to tell you. It's not about you. It's, it's about not about your body. It's, yeah, it's about the group. It's about herd. Like, all this other stuff, right? And they don't even believe in herd immunity, which is crazy, right? <clears throat> but here's the, here's the funny thing. This is the whole reason you need propaganda. Mm -hmm. The whole reason you need every single channel store. Uh, where did we walk into? We walked into Lowe's today. Uh, a couple other places. And over the loudspeaker, you hear it every five minutes Dude, or so. Dude, it's creepy. It Isn't is it? so creepy to hear. And it's that monotone voice. Uh -huh. Feels like, you know, when you watch old, uh, I'm, I know I'm going Dystopian to the extreme. movies. Yeah, yeah. These yeah. old movies where it's like you could hear over the loudspeaker over the city, you know. Conformity is good. Yeah, exactly. It's really odd. It's eerie to me. Uh, and some of you say that's conspiratorial. I don't care what you think, dude. I just know that a government has no authority over you or the store. Why are they conforming to this so quickly? They don't even challenge it. You know what I mean? And, and I think that goes back to the whole fear and greed thing. Cause I've been thinking about that. And I believe that they're, they're buying into their own message. And this is what I mean by that is if you're a big box store, you're, you're going by the bottom dollar. And if you believe that you're going to lose money, if you're not perceived as safe, then you're going to do the things that you need to do in order to be perceived as safe. So even if you as a business true, owner true. don't believe that masks are going to do much for your customers or, you know, you'd right. be like, I, I don't agree with what's going on here. Your bottom dollar, if you believe your bottom dollar is going to get nailed by not instituting those policies and they're, dude, they are so endorsing this idea of perception. And this is what this is talking about is perception. So it, now it's not even the, the masks are the perfect cure or protection against the virus. It's we want people to feel safe. So right. we're going to put right. masks are required in big signs on our door. We're going to have loudspeakers at every five minutes that say we hear it company. Lowe's. Lowe's. Yeah. Because I was there. I glasses. like Lowe's too. I, I like capping on them. I'm just, really not. I think the store is a fantastic yeah, store. I'm, yeah. I'm not. I like what they do for the community, right? But it's just they fell into the conformity yeah. thing. That's and, fine. I mean, 
you want to. And you're more than welcome to go Home Depot. I don't mind that. Yeah, <laughs> Home Depot. No. Home Depot. We have uh, Gloria who said, I don't follow science. I follow Jesus. Actually, I do follow science. You know what? Science doesn't even follow science. That's why it's called science. Let's just get real, right? Science always defies its own science. Why do you think evolutionists keep changing how old the earth is every, what, seven years? They keep changing how old it is because they keep saying we find new things. So they just defied what their old thing was. You guys remember the AIDS pandemic? The epidemic of AIDS and how bad that virus was, the AIDS virus. It's going to kill everybody. It's going to kill everybody. You can't even like sit on the toilet seat. I remember those. I remember those commercials so vividly because everybody was freaking out. Oh my gosh. If you touch something that an AIDS victim has, you're going to catch AIDS. Mm. If you sit down in a toilet seat where an AIDS victim has, you're going to catch AIDS. If you, I mean, all this other stuff. Now we can take pills for it. It's treatable. Magic Johnson overcame it, several others, right? And, you know, all these things. And there was this giant, but they never shut down any areas or any. Remember, I mean, no. if New York was now what it was back then, it is shut down. Yeah. Because you remember, that's where a lot of it was coming from. It was like the bigger uh, urban areas yep. and suburban, not suburban, but urban areas uh, were coming out in huge droves. Now it's like, oh, it's just AIDS. I mean, it's okay. You can get treated. Some people, it's advanced and all that stuff. But now you can get treated. It's, you know, that kind of thing. And the, the perception for AIDS was that anybody and everybody could get it at any time, no matter what. Like, they, they didn't know. And you had Oprah going out and basically saying that, you know, everybody's going to have AIDS. You get AIDS and you get AIDS. Everybody gets AIDS, right? <laughs> <laughs> some of you will get that. Some of you won't. <laughs> I legit almost spit out my coffee, dude. That would have been bad. Um, but These are new microphones. But, but the, <laughs> the microphones. You break them. Um, but then they started to figure out that it was a very select requirement and select group that AIDS was mostly affecting. Are you, oh, you going after the, the homosexual? No, it's just 94% of AIDS cases are homosexual sexual relations or drug related. Okay. So that's a very select group. Margie going to the store and touching Truth. the can of beans is not going to get AIDS, right? And and so as they figured more out and they figured out that this is a, a much more narrow scope of things, they realized, well, okay, it's not the massive, dangerous yes. epidemic we thought it was or pandemic that we thought it was. Now, fast forward to coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And if you actually looked at the statistics and you look at the percentages from the age ranges, you go, this isn't lethal for people that are under 65, even over Dude. 65. It's, it's not that lethal. Now, is there a higher percentage? Yes. But notice what we've done is because we fear it, because we've been told everybody could die, we have to shut everything down and we give up our rights to the government thank you hand over fist saying just do what you have to do in order to make sure that i'm protected let's ask a question too why is it that we ran to shut down our church and not the lord not trusting god i'm not trying to be mean i'm really not oh i just read something which i'm, I'm going to make a point to that because i want you to go continue. ahead no no you can go no you can go you can go you can go so so making a point to that, at the end of the year, there was a study that just came out that showed the only group of people who felt emotionally improved and mentally improved over the course of the year, church-going folk. Ah, the ones who actually went to. We church. gotta find that article, dude. We yeah, gotta, we yeah, gotta find that. Please pull it up. Please, we'll pull it up. It. We gotta post it on here. Yeah. Listen, just listen to that. You know why? Because in communities, hope, dude. When you're down, you need your friends, man. Don't trust the TV set. Are you crazy? Look, I was just asking my boys today what they want for Christmas. I was just telling my son this. Listen, he goes, Dad, I want this. I want a PC for Christmas. Why? Because I'm, I'm a gamer. Okay, great. You want to do games? Fine. What do you want to do with today? I want to be a YouTuber. Fantastic. You have a Nintendo Switch you barely use. Why? Wow, I already beat those games. I don't really want to play games anymore. So I'm going to spend how much money for you to say in a year it's over? Because they only temporarily fulfill. How many times do you say that about a friend, a real friend, or Christ? Each other? Why do you think I don't trust government, man? It's not even government. These people in government are just like you. We got to get that. They have no authority. Even when they say, oh, my gosh, did you see what the government did today? So what? Stand against them. So what? 
They have no authority over you. It takes you to resist it. It does. The only thing that's going to change it is resistance. And I'm not talking about a resistance where you're on the offensive of destroying people's property. I'm talking about resistance in I'm not going to allow you to take away my freedom. Mm -hmm. I'm just not doing it. And if it takes me going to jail, dude, guess what? Then that's what it takes. But doggone it, this is not about you. And you, we should say that every podcast. Matter of fact, that should be our new tagline. It's not <laughs> about you. This is not about you. Do you realize in the future, our kids are going to not be able, if this continues, they're never going to be able to stand up for themselves because they're going to be afraid mm -hmm. of a boogeyman all the time. Something's going to get them. Oh, my gosh. Back in the day, they weren't afraid of a thing. And if they were afraid, they went to their knees and God gave them courage. That when a British army came up, they stood up and fought. Some were afraid. One. Exactly. And they stood. That that's what we need to be teaching our kids. So what if there's a virus out there? We're not saying to be stupid. We're saying don't be afraid. Shake their... Dude, sometimes I ask waitresses now, can you just take off... I just want to see you smile. That's <laughs> it. I miss that. Yeah. I do. I genuinely do. You go to church, you have a community of people that believe with you and in you. That's why... These, uh, we, I started, I only went to one. I'm going to start going now. RJ Posey's watching. We go to it. These little meetings of people who are conservatives, and it's like we're getting, what, what are we going to do? What's the next step of this? And what are we going to do for Martin County and all these other things? Mm -hmm. that, do you realize the joy and, like, the empowerment that you have when you're in those meetings? There's something about community, and you shut that down, then what do you got? Yeah, and uh, Northam out of Virginia, of course, opining in his theological grandeur, uh, decided to tell faith communities that, well, you can worship at home and, and you, God still hears your prayers. If you're at home, Hey, don't even start, man. Don't start. You're, you're in over your head when you start talking theological truths, right? So just stop. The other part of it is Christians who agree with that. I challenge you on that. And here's why I challenge you because you are called a body. You're called to be unified as one. You're told to not forsake the meeting of the brethren. Now, why is that? Because when you are with the brethren, you're connecting and encouraging each other. You are edifying each other. You're speaking truth and life into each other. You are having community and communion. You're having prayer together. You're seeking the Lord as a body. You want to know why people's emotional and mental health improved? Because humans are social creatures. We are. You want to get scientific? You want to get bio biological on this? Sure, that's fine. We are designed as social creatures. You want to know why depression and abuse and divorce and child abuse and drugs, all of that stuff have increased? You want to know why Japan had more suicides in October than all of last year combined? Because people are social creatures. You can only keep them confined in solitary confinement for so long. Why is it? Why is it that solitary confinement is considered cruel and unusual punishment, but quarantine for months on end <laughs> Come is, on! Not, is not considered cruel Dude, and unusual punishment? Dude, that's awesome! Why is it? That we decide so that, right. that prisoners need to have community time and they need to have time out in the yard and they need to spend time with others socializing. But we look at people and we say, no, 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 get back in your room. Why is that? Why is it that we're telling the church, you are not allowed to meet? Okay, you can have one person at a time. Why? Oh, but don't sing. Don't sing. Cover up your faces. Don't you pray out loud. Dude, and how quickly they conformed. Yeah. Dude, being evangelical means evangelical. You know, you can cap on the evangelical movement all you want. You know what? Thank God for the Latter-day Saints. As awkward yeah. and as no, twisted no, no, no. as their doctrine right. is, they're out there doing it. And mm -hmm. they're saving souls. And God bless them if they are coming to Christ for real. Right? I'm not endorsing their doctrine. No. I'm saying they're out there winning souls. That's their thing. Right? We're evangelical. We're not just supposed to worship on Sundays. You don't tell them to shut up. You don't stop. You go out and do then fine. You want to shut down my business and my church? I'm going to go on the streets and do it. And that's why we win. Because they can't stop liberty, dude. It's in you. And if you're afraid, that's exactly how you're supposed Liberty is scary, folks. Liberty's scary. That's what it's supposed to be. You guys, guess what? Faith is scary sometimes. 
It's supposed to be. It's against your flesh. If your faith doesn't scare you at times, you're not being faithful. You're not being fa you're, you're not even asking not for living. the God moves in the impossible. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about guys like uh, what was uh, uh, um, Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Are you telling me he wasn't scared for standing up against a German government? Are you telling me that he wasn't scared when he wrote these words about our posterity and our kids? He yeah. said that, that morality is important for the next generation. Do you think he wasn't scared for speaking out against the government or preaching the gospel when it wasn't convenient? We... We've got guys like John the Baptist who goes against the government and says, you as an individual are not doing what you're supposed to do. You're wrong in this. He gets his head cut off for it, right? John the Baptist, you're telling me he wasn't a little bit nervous about having to go and do what he knew he was supposed to do? Or Daniel? Dude, come on. Right? When, when Daniel goes into the lion's den, are you telling me there wasn't a little bit of nerve of like... Or Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. On, they dude. even said it. They even said it. They're like, look, God may save us. He may not. And he may not. <laughs> he may not. But guess what? We're not bound down. So you can go ahead and fire up that fire. Let's get it cooking. Throw us in. We'll be a human barbecue because we're doing that instead of bowing down to this golden idol that you've made. You're telling me they didn't have a little bit of fear. That's why we always talk about move. Because guess what? Your faith is never going to be so perfect, so strong, that there isn't that one event that you go, you may just have to sacrifice something. You may just have to overcome. Now, as your faith strengthens and it grows and it gets deeper, that fear is going to, to going to start to reside. It's going to it's going to end, right? It's going to go down. Dude. But there's still a little nerve when you go, should I or shouldn't I? And anybody who's actually stepped out in faith knows that moment when they're when they're about to step out because man, it's in their heart to move forward. Every person goes, should I? Do I have to? But it's the faithful who step out. When's the last time you heard scriptures like count the cost? When's the last time? When's the last time I heard a sermon preaching on count the cost? You know, about a year and a half ago, we did a show about this. Mm -hmm. It may cost us everything we have to step out in faith. It may cost you your life. It may cost you everything to do that. And again, why do we praise missionaries for standing against governments and preaching the gospel? But here, we conform to shutting down our churches. And you're looked at as bad if you don't. Or rebellious. When you're paying missionaries from your church coffers to stand against governments that oppress God. <laughs> Listen to me. And if we're the only ones saying it, then we'll say it. It's blasphemy to only pick scriptures that are conformable to you. When there's a broad picture of this, it's blasphemy to only accept scriptures that are conformable to you. When the, the whole purpose of the gospel is to set you free. Freedom. It is for this purpose, the Bible says, that Christ set you free. Freedom, liberty, to be hampered by a man. Are you crazy? Don't we have examples about him leading people out of Egypt and King David ruling with the, with, with the kindness of the Lord and God prospering nations because they sought him? This isn't about you. And that's where I think the problem is. This isn't about you. And you may lose everything. Guess what? It'll happen. I've resigned to that, dude. Mm -hmm. I've resigned to that. We may lose everything. Dude, this show may only reach two people. Our preaching segments may only reach two people. So what? God didn't tell me to go find the numbers. He told me to preach the gospel. Mm -hmm. He told me to go use my talents and build the kingdom of God. That's what he told me to do. And there was one Jonah. There was one Nehemiah. There was one John the Baptist. You think you were... Peter was the most afraid. He denied Jesus three times. How many people followed Jesus to the cross? His disciples. Hmm. How many? Of course you're afraid. It's your flesh. We know that. When's the last time you asked God, Lord, I want to do the impossible. I don't want to live for myself anymore. I don't want to live to, to buy a boat and a car and a house. I don't want that stuff anymore. That's easy. That's worldly stuff. 
That's easy to get. And there's nothing wrong with those things. When's the last time you asked him for the impossible? Lord, I know this is impossible, but you can do it because it glorifies you. When's the last time? Because government is just men. They ain't God. I don't care what kind of armies they have. And listen to me. I don't care what kind of armies they have. They won't come up against God. They may hurt us, but you will not stop the voice of God. You won't. And you know what I hate the most? Let's get real. Let's get real here. For those of you that say God is on the throne, then go fight for him, the king who is on the throne. Go fight for him. Be a person in his army and fight for who is on the throne. Don't just say God will take care of everything because he sends his soldiers to do his bidding. He sends his prophets to do his bidding. Mm -hmm. He sends his confectionaries to do his bidding. He sends his mercenaries to do his bidding. He sends everybody that's under his court to do his bidding. So don't tell me that God's on the throne if you're not fighting for him. Because it's not about this life. It's about the next. It's about are you well and done, uh, well done, a good and faithful servant? Or good and faithful talker, preacher? It's not that. Servant. It may cost you everything, but dude, it's so worth it. It's so worth it. Oh my gosh, to see the victories. It's worth it. It's worth it, man. It's worth it all. It is, man. We've seen nothing but God's faithfulness, Mike. No. You're with us, dude. You've seen it. And people are like, oh my gosh, you going to public schools? Yeah, we're not bragging about it. Because it's nothing to brag about. They're God's kids. You've talked to, 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 to political people. Yes, they're just people. They represent you. They're not higher than you. They should be honoring you, not you honoring them. Honor them because of what they're doing. Praise God. Yeah. But they should have more fear of you than you fear them. There's my take. And it's it's one of those things that when we when we move forward, right, and in that image of a king, you're not supposed to just stand in the throne room and say, okay, king, do what you need to do. You're supposed to actually move and act. That's why Christ talks in parables about a servant so much. What is the servant doing? How is the servant act? The master goes away. What is the servant doing while the master is away? Guess what? Our master is technically away. He's not here on the earth. He's not here yet. So what are you doing while you're waiting? And we get into this a lot about the people who say, well, I'm just waiting for Christ to come. Then you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. There are a lot of times where I think about, boy, what if Christ comes tomorrow? And it's not a, am I righteous enough? I get it. Dude. It's, it's a, I'm with you, bro. So like, was, was all of that for nothing? But I'm not the one to make that judgment. No, you're not. And I'm not the one to decide that I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to follow my dreams and visions yeah, because dude. guess what? Christ might come tomorrow, so why bother? Guess Thank what? You. There was a group of people who were doing that in the church in the New Testament, in Acts. Paul even wrote letters saying, start working. Start doing stuff. Why are you just sitting around waiting? We can't sit around and wait. I think that's on us. It's on us. Every day you're supposed to do with what you've been given. Your days are evil, right? Your time is short. My, yeah. the, the clock is ticking in my life ever and ever louder. So what am I doing? I'm doing more and more. Why? Oh, so it's, it's works. No, it's a desire to serve the Lord. It's a desire to do what I can for him while I can. It's a desire to do something great to glorify God. I want to more than ever do something to significantly impact countless lives for the Lord. If I'm going to be here and I'm going to do stuff, yeah. it doesn't need to be small potatoes. Yeah. Some people might have small potatoes dreams. That's fine. I, I, all the more I support you. Yeah. My heart is like millions. I want a whole culture. Why not, man? Movement. Why can't Why not? we be like Knox when he said, give me Scotland lest I die? Yeah. yeah. Give me Scotland lest I die, man. I mean, look at some of these comments, dude. I just got to read them. Uh, you know, there, there's, there's these amen brothers, and we're all preaching here. 
uh, Natasha said, we all, uh, Bert, and she said, we have a tiny little church that has never shut down. So thankful for our church family. Amen. I mean, th these kind of things, dude, they don't realize the kind of effect you have on people. Yeah. I know we sound crazy when we get emotional or not emotional. It's not emotional to me. It's passion. Yeah. Like I believe in everything I'm saying because I've seen it and I've proven it. And you know what? I got 40 more years to prove it. Lord, you just got to be the God of the impossible. You have to, you just have to. Yo, what is the point of being a Christian if you have no more power than the world does? Mm -hmm. If you have to use worldly means to get Christ out there, what's the point of being a Christian? What's the point of even like reading scripture, man? Dude, this is about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, man. The gifts follow the believers. Dude, I mean, and I've, I, you know, we, we've preached this, you and I, you've preached it in your own way. I mean, to, to have a Hebrews 12 that we can go back on, Hebrews 11, where we could see we had a great cloud of witnesses, witnesses that saw the power of God. In the Mount of Transfiguration, we saw crazy things, right? People being transfigured from one place to another to preach the gospel to a eunuch, one person. Listen to me, that's impossible. That's not just a story, right? He transformed and transfigured somebody for one person. One, what would he do for a nation? Dude, come on, man. Man, if you're praying for your family right now, I bless you. I thank God that he hears you, okay? I thank God that he answers your prayers right now. I believe with you in Jesus' name because he's faithful. That if he can do it for an Ethiopian eunuch, he can do it for your family member. Mm -hmm. He can do it for your son. He can bring them and restore them back. He can do it for your friend. He can change a government because he did it time and time again through the kings. This is nothing new, dude. I'm not hopeless. Even if Trump loses the election, so the flip what? He's a man. God that's, will win. And that's, if there's one point we've been trying to get across for the past couple of months is it's that exactly that. I don't know how many people I've heard, and I've said this before, have resigned themselves to, well, it's four more years of Biden. Four more years of you laying down. That's what that comment is. Pretty much. Four more years of you going, well, I'll just keep my head down and hopefully they don't, you know, they don't affect me too much. And, yeah. and if you're one of those people saying that, I'm not saying this to insult you. I'm saying this to wake you up. Thank, thank you for that. that, that thank you for what that. What you need to be doing is not just saying, well, four more years of Biden. It's okay. Today starts the fight. Yeah. Here comes the red wave. Here we go. <clears throat> what Let's everybody's go. been talking about. Yeah. Here comes the red wave. And, and it's, it's not just trump's the one who to make this fight for us you're the one to make the fight for you you're the one to stand up Yo. you're the one to start doing something we're here with you we back you 100 we will do what we can to help you move forward but the thing is if everybody decides to put it all on one man that the one man has to do the fight for them they're gonna lose why because they're not going to be vigilant in their own right exactly they'll decide somebody else is going to be vigilant for them yeah when we're saying, you know, have you asked God for the impossible? One thing about, I'll say, I'm very cautious because I never want to say that you're not doing. I'm asking and prodding you to see if you've stepped out in faith before. Because I've been under people and preachers and stuff who've been like, it's because of your lack. It's because of your this and you're the bad one. And, you know, you're useful idiots. I mean, that is so stupid to me. I just don't think that's necessary. If the love of Christ cannot prod you to action... My words and me insulting you won't either. The love of Christ should compel you to love your family, to love a, 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 your, the people around you, whether that looks like a nation or, or, or a business or something. The love of Christ should compel you to the gospel and to preach the gospel, okay? So we're not here telling you uh, things that you haven't heard before. I think it's us. It does totally start with us, but I don't need to insult you. And so I appreciate that, what you said. I'm not saying it to insult you. Um, I'm very cautious of that because it does me no good to tell you that you're stupid when I'm right along there with you. Like, I'm not just preaching this. We're actually out there doing things too. We're not just going around places and speaking the truth, right? We're actually getting involved in local government, mm -hmm. right? And eventually, God willing, if that's what he wants me to do, I'll get involved in bigger things, right? That's fine. You know, I'll, I'll do that. I, I won't just sit back. But I'm not just going around preaching to people about the law. I'm getting involved too. That's why I love Chris Ann Hall. Right. She's she's crazy, but she's awesome. No, I'm serious because she preaches the truth. Right. Her and her husband. But she's also at city council meetings like we are. She's at county council meetings like we are. She's uh, speaking to representatives and just like we are. We're doing the same thing. Right. I love that. It's not just preaching the truth. That's easy. Truth without empowerment to get that truth done becomes hypocrisy.
because all it is is words at that point. There's no empowerment. Mm -hmm. Thank God Jesus told us the truth, but then gave us grace to empower us to overcome. That's why it's not hypocrisy to Christ because he walked it. So then he empowered us to walk it. And we wouldn't support you like we do if we didn't think that you could walk in this and that we didn't think that you could have the power and the, the action and the passion in order to do this. We wouldn't do this if we didn't believe in, in you and in people like you. And what frustrates us is when people lie to themselves or they misdirect themselves, if they're deluding themselves. We don't like that because they're not being truthful with themselves. True. So we would rather speak truth and say, look, this is what you're saying. And this is what this is doing to you by saying this. Now, stop saying that to yourself and start moving forward. And so combining these past two weeks, this week and last week. Last week, we covered the four stages of Bezmenov's Soviet Union communism takeover right from the inside. And what it does is it reshapes the morals and the values of the country. The reason we did that was because we wanted to show first you have to shape the values and the morals of America because America is very individualist, very freedom, liberty oriented. Our hearts are for God. Our hearts are for the foundation of the Judeo-Christian values. That has to get switched around and destabilized. The problem is it's been switched around and destabilized so that now something like a pathogen turns us in more towards countries like China and Singapore and Taiwan, which we had some examples from them that we didn't get to, but these countries after the SARS outbreak updated their laws and legislation, kind of pointing proof to this study that we talked about. And they started instituting things as much as a GPS geo-blocking fence. So the perimeter of your house is geo-blocked. So if your phone goes outside of that perimeter, you could be arrested. That, that was happening in Singapore. There are countries that believe that, and notice this, this pathogen research study showed that People became more conformist. They became more community, collective-oriented. What does communism do? Exactly. Collective orientation. So then all of a sudden, it's not about the individual. It's not about the individual's good. It's not about the individual's liberty. It's suddenly about the collective. So then you see countries that are more collective-oriented, like China, like Taiwan, like Singapore, and they start saying doesn't matter your individual rights. We need you to conform to us. That's where safety is in conformity to the group. And we brought these two things together because we wanted to show, look, you have to understand when this stuff is happening, there's a, a social mindset or a social value system that is allowing it to happen. And we wanted to point out that value system societally is this underpinning that has been happening for decades that tells you all the American values are wrong and evil and bad. Guess what? Collectivism is good. The common good is good. Sacrificing the individual for the greater good is good. And twisting the views of several generations so much so that they see something like coronavirus and they start running like chickens with their heads cut off saying, save me government. 200 years ago, it would have been a breakout of prayer and fasting how far we've come truth so that being said guys we didn't even get through half the crap no. we wanted to no. and it's kind of turning into that we'll we'll get used to going back on our thing but you know it's just sometimes it gets to the point where it's like you know we could say it, we can harp it we've probably talked about socialism more you know poignantly than the next guy but you know honestly it's about us edifying you and uh the viewer you know you the listener and we just want to bless you guys and thank you for your support and you know, I'm, I'm serious when I'm saying this. We pray about you consistently. <clears throat> we do. We, we pray and thank you. Uh, thank God for you uh, and all of those who have joined us in the fight have been with us for years. Like Andrew's watching right now. He's been with us for years. I mean, mm-hmm. just consistently fighting with us uh, and just been such a dear friend. He's a board member as well. Uh, we have several others like that. And, and, you know, those of you who have been supporting since day one, we love you. Those of you who have recently supported and been a part of us, thank you for being on our journey. There's a lot more coming up in 2021, so you can... Yeah, and 
do not forget to check us out on all the alternative social media platforms. Do not forget that we are on Parler, we're on BitChute, we're on Rumble. Check this stuff out. See which one you like. We're on several platforms. If you find a new one that, that you really like that you want us on, go ahead and put us on there. Tell us. Tell us. Tell Bring us, us in. We want to know. Bring us in. And do not forget to check out our store, 1776 truth come on store. now buy your shirts buy your sweatshirts oh, you say something else no <laughs> now would anybody mind it if i just said that no I but they wouldn't have huh i, I wouldn't have you wouldn't have mind it either right <laughs> buy your yeah buy your stuff <laughs> and we got some new uh, designs coming out too guys get those sweatshirts those we the people sweatshirts my wife yeah, those look are good man amazing guys good. listen represent us we get a good message out there and you can make this conversational. You know what I mean? Yeah. So where those, sweat I mean, a lot of you have bought the sweatshirts. Oh man. You know what? Can you go? Oh, we don't have any. Mm. Uh, Andrew Gernick just said, display some merchandise. We'll put some slides up actually some merchandise yeah. that we have and stuff like that. But we got, you know what? That's a great idea, bro. I didn't even think of that. Thank you. That's what board members are for. That's <laughs> display the merchandise, man. What's wrong with you? Um, but we got a lot of cool stuff. Again, we're coming up with some new designs, some new hats, uh, we'll always keep these. These are important. Mm -hmm. But uh, again, guys, go on to uh, theselfevidenttruth.com. Become a torchbearer. Why does, should they become a torchbearer, Mike? Support us. Why? <laughs> Look, guys, what this money does is this money helps us to expand our reach. It helps us get out into areas. It helps fund us and it moves us forward, right? And one of the things that happens when you become a torchbearer is that you're putting some skin in the game. We hear all the time, what can I do? What can I do? And a lot of you have jobs, you have families, you totally have get church, it. Totally you have chores, you, you have a life where you're like, I just can't. And, and I'm sorry, but I love, no, I'm not sorry. I love the old adage that you want to know why conservatives aren't in the street in mass like liberals are because they have jobs, they have families. Ooh, ooh, but it's true. So you may, you may be doing too much and you just can't handle it, right? You're like, I can't step out and be active in some way. That's where your money can come into play. And yeah. if it's us, great. Become a torch torchbearer. Become part of us. Help us move forward. If it's not us, find an organization that is doing what you want them to do, where your heart is, where your passion is, and support them. If you want to support an orphanage, do it. If you want to support a soup kitchen, do it. If you want to support um, a political group that is doing what you want them to do, do it. You can support us or anybody else if you can't find the time. If you can find the time and you want help, let us know. And we love we'll you. We'll help you. And we love you too. We love Guys, you, you know very much. You know what we should do? One of these podcasts, go live and just show you what we've done with the studio. Yeah. Like yeah. how their support's helped us get to this point. Uh, and what we do on the on the streets and on the road, man, it's fun. It's yeah. fun. Can't wait to include you guys. We're actually so, gonna try to do something behind the scenes like that. Um, I wish I'd have listened to somebody. It was like four years ago. Uh, one of my friends said you should you should keep log of this and do a documentary on this. And I'm like, nah. I'm like, dude, people need to see what it's like. You know, mm -hmm. all the the struggles and the successes. You know, and what God can bring you through. So we yeah. love you guys. We will see you next week because it's gonna be fun. Yeah. All right. And if we don't see you love sooner, you guys. see you soon. Er. <laughs> Er, love you. Bye. <laughs>